0: Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Breaking into Business podcast with Melissa Ellis. I'm your host, Melissa Ellis. I'm so happy that you are here to talk about the habits and limiting mindsets that we had to break out of in order to break into the success and the circles and the opportunities that we want in order to have fulfillment in business, in tech, in ideas or innovation in general, whatever it is that you're doing. I'm so happy that you are here. So today I want to talk about losing my business, how I lost my business and what it led me to. And so I, again, as I'm sure if you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that Failure was something that I was really afraid of. I really, really struggled with. I almost lost my business uh, when I first opened my door. So I owned a spa in Salt Lake and uh, within four months of opening my doors, I wound up living in my car because I couldn't afford both my studio rent and my apartment rent. And um, you can go back and listen to episode seven where I talk more about this. But I want to talk about how I did end up losing my business and things were able to really, really turn around between the time that I moved into my car and the time that I closed my doors a lot had changed, like a massive amount. So let me just break a few things down really quick. I uh, was able to get fully booked at my location in Salt Lake. Um, I had multiple streams of revenue inside of the business coming from services and then also from retail and then course creation and teaching courses, both privately course. Privately taught in my studio, but then also I had courses that I was teaching at an aesthetic school. I also had courses that I was teaching at a university. I was still doing makeup and makeup gigs for a production company in Salt Lake, but then also for weddings and events and things like that. So things were going really, really well. I moved into a bigger location. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And then I ended up starting to open a second location in Los Angeles, just north of Los Angeles. And that's what led me to meeting Royal, my husband, and I was building up at a beautiful, fantastic location over there. So things were looking really, really well. And I felt like a million bucks when I had my spot and things were going wonderfully. Oh my God. Like I was unstoppable because I had built something that took so much effort. I almost lost it. I was at the very bottom of the barrel and had to claw my way to the top. I was just watching the movie Catch Me If You Can with Royal the other day. And you know, um, Frank Abagnale Jr., his dad in the movie, I don't know if this was real, but in the movie at least, he would tell the story about two mice fell into a bucket of cream and the first mouse gave up right away and drowned. And then the second mouse would not give up. And it worked and worked and worked so hard that eventually it turned that cream into butter and the second mouse crawled out. And um, I had to be the second mouse, 100%. I had to be the second mouse with my location. And I think that just as a side note, this is something that really sets me apart from other business coaches and consultants out there. Like there are a lot of people who have, Wonderful, amazing businesses, but they haven't almost lost their business. They haven't experienced some of the lows and then had to build up from those deep, deep lows, whereas I had to. So, whether my client is doing really well and wants to just continue doing well, awesome. I've been there. Let me help you with that. If my client is at the bottom of the barrel and wants to get to the top, awesome. I've been there. I can help you do that. So, I, um, I had to learn to be the second mouse, right. And er, turn my cream into butter so that I could be successful. And I, I loved it. Um, and I thought that I was never, ever, ever going to do anything else because I had incredible clients and, you know, it took a while, but by the time I ended up closing my doors, I didn't have a single client that I didn't love. I loved all of my clients. They were all super high quality, respectful, incredible people that I had amazing working relationships with. Um, I just, it was great. I was, I'm really proud of what I was able to build in those, let's see, probably 18 months, two years. But as I was opening my second location in Los Angeles and I was traveling back and forth, um, I spent the majority of my time in Salt Lake, because that's where I had the bulk of my clients. But I was flying to LA every three weeks to work on clients there. And during this, like I mentioned, I met Royal. We met at the airport. And um, I started kind of falling in love with him. I was like, what is this feeling? Like, I don't know. So I would see him when I would go out there. And finally, it just got to the point where we were getting really serious in our conversations. And it was like, are we real? Are we doing something here? What's going on? So, for my upcoming trip that I had planned to go to LA, um, this was in January of 2017, I thought, you know what? I need to spend some serious time out there. So, I'm not going to fly. I'm going to drive out there, have my car. Uh, I'll stay with my auntie up in like north of LA. And then I'm going to spend some real time with this guy and see what the deal is. So, While I was there, Royal and I were having a great time. I was seeing clients. Um, I remember one day I did a chemical peel party at my best friend's house in West Hollywood. Like I was working it, working it, working it. And then the day after the chemical peel party, I was driving down the 405 in LA to be able to meet up with Royal. We were going to go to Knott's Berry Farm. So it was like 515 in the morning because I was trying to avoid all the traffic. And I got hit by an 18 wheeler on the 405. And I was in my little Saturn Ion, the same one that I had lived in. And I remember when the it impacted the first time, cause it hit me kind of like twice. Like it hit me once, almost in like a pit maneuver type uh, hit. And then when it hit first, it kind of, he hit me on the rear left side. And it swung me in front of his truck. And then he hit the left driver's side uh, and was pushing me sideways down the freeway. And I remember the first hit, I was like, whoa, what's going on here? And then the second hit, and I looked through my driver's side window into the, like, the grill of his truck. And I was like, I don't have time to die today. <laughs> like, that's what came to my mind. I don't have time to die today. I had a packed schedule for that day. And I just was like, okay, I I don't have time for this, but I guess this is it. So eventually he, the driver of the 18 wheeler, he heard some noise. He's like, what's that sound? And looked over the front of his truck. And he was like, oh my God, I'm pushing a car. So he slammed on his brakes. When he slammed on his brakes, then I, it just catapulted me and I just went, like circle, circle, circles down like the side of the freeway. was hit by another car and then wound up in the carpool lane, like halfway in the carpool lane and halfway in the shoulder. And fortunately I didn't hit the barrier. Like I stopped before I hit that median. I don't know how y'all I'm so, so, so grateful. Like it was bad, but it could have been so much worse. So the first thing, is Stella, my Saturn ion. She saved my life y'all. Like she already let me live at her twice. And now she, now she's saving my life in this car accident situation. Uh, but I was, I was banged up. It was, it was pretty bad. And you know, when it happened, um, I was just there on vacation. Like I was supposed to be back just in Salt Lake just a few days later and um, I didn't end up being able to travel for, I, it was like three or four weeks after the accident happened. And Royal and his family just completely took me in. I hardly even knew his parents at that point. And it, I mean, his mom was taking me back and forth to the ER and yelling at doctors for me, you know, and all this kind of stuff. So on, on that side of things, long story short, it helped us like continue and solidify our relationship. We fell in love. It's great. We got married, whatever. But as far as my business goes, this was the beginning of the end, essentially. So I, at first I thought, okay, I'm going to get better really soon. So I reached out to some students that I had who I had taught them lashes and everything. I was like, hey, could you take on my clients for a little bit? So I told, I reached out to my clients and I was like, hey, I've been in a car accident. I need you to go and book with this person for the time being. Well, then it just was not getting better. And I, I was in physical therapy for like nine months after the accident. Like it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And I, I couldn't get better because when I, so in my business, I was, I'm a licensed master esthetician. So I was doing aesthetic services, right? I had, uh, my specialties were chemical peels and lashes. So I was sitting all day, sitting all day, Um, if I was doing a peel, then I could sit up straight. But if I was doing lashes, um, I had to be kind of like hunched over the client, um, kind of like this. Working on them. And it was really, it was really hard. Um, For those of y'all listening to the audio version, I just was like hunched over. That's all. Anyway, so it was so hard on my body. And I was in pain even before the accident, right? Like neck pain, back pain, um, arm pain, you know, all of this from what I was doing day in and day out with the lashes. I also wasn't super active at that point in my life. Like I didn't really work out. Um, I, I kind of, I pretended, right. I pretended to work out. And so I wasn't caring for my muscles and, when I was in the accident, I already had damage because of what I did to my body day in and day out as a lash artist. And then when, with the impact and everything, I mean, it was just too, it was too much. So I didn't have any broken bones. I didn't have any internal bleeding, like thank God. But I had so much soft tissue damage from my neck all the way down my back that I like could not do services. I really tried after, let's see, the accident was January 17th. Uh, no, excuse me. January uh, 9th of 2017. And I started referring my clients to other people because I thought, okay, it'll be, you know, a couple weeks probably before I'm ready. And then I ended up moving to LA in February because like I said, Royal and I, in love, whatever. Uh, so I moved to LA and then in March I was like, Hey, I need to try to figure this out. Like I've got to, I've got to get back to work. So I flew back to Utah and I had already signed my lease over to somebody else. Um, I, I knew that there wasn't any point in me keeping it because I could kind of tell that things were going to go downhill essentially. So I flew back in March, I rented a room from somebody temporarily and I started doing lashes again and it sucked. Like it was really painful. And there are a lot of things that I've worked through pain to try to, you know, achieve whatever it was that I wanted to achieve. Yeah, this, this wasn't working this time. It was really, really bad. And so I flew back and forth to Utah a handful of times trying to make it work And then I even got a job, uh, in the Valley in LA trying to do lashes there. And I just, y'all, it was bad. It was really, really bad. So I started realizing that I needed to do something else that I wasn't going to be able to have my business anymore. And it was hard. Like I ended up going in a completely different direction, which maybe we will need to talk about in another episode. Um, but the thing that is the hardest for me now is looking back and seeing all the things that I could have done differently to not lose my business. Like I could have hired more people so that when I was, um, when I was injured, it wouldn't have been a big deal because other people on my own team could have jumped in and taken care of my clients. Um, I, could have just waited for myself to heal and continued um i i mean there's there's so much i could have like just focused on teaching classes primarily or i could have um i don't know y'all like i think the biggest thing is knowing that if i had hired i wouldn't have lost it and there was a time shortly before the accident when i was like all right my books are full. Everything is going really well. It's time for me to scale. I need to start hiring. But prior to that, and I I started really looking and was trying to, um, like I was interviewing and trying to hire more people. Um, but prior to that, I one day had a gal walk into my studio and I really liked her. Uh, she was like, I just graduated from aesthetic school. I am looking for a job. And I don't know, there was just something about, you know, your name just stood out to me. I came up here just to see if there's any chance that you're hiring. And I was like, yeah, I, I am actually, I need to be hiring right now. And I sat down and chatted with her for a few minutes and I really liked her. I could tell that she and I would have worked really well together and, um, I could tell that my clients would have really liked her. And so I scheduled her for a working interview just to kind of get a feel for her lashes, how she could lash And then I talked myself out of it because I was so afraid. I was afraid that, you know, what if this isn't the right time? And what if I can't keep my books, her books full enough yet? And what if I can't pay her enough? And I don't know how to be a manager. Like, well, yeah, I do. I've managed in the past, but is this different now that it's my own business? And I came up with every excuse in the book. And then I just like psyched myself out and I canceled the working interview and I never talked to her again. And then it was like months and months and months before I decided, okay, no, wait, yeah, I actually need to hire. And then boom, too late. I got hit by an 18-wheeler. So I think about if I hadn't let fear keep me from bringing this woman into my team, I would have continued to hire. I would have continued to grow. I would have allowed my business to scale in the way that it needed to, So that if, when I was in that accident, I never would have had to walk away. Now, as I've mentioned before in a previous episode, I love my life. I love where I am. I love the business that I have today. I wouldn't have any of the things that I have now had I not lived the exact life leading up to this that I did. So I, I don't have regrets in the sense that I wish I could go back and change everything. I'm just glad that I get to look back and realize what I could have done differently. So now I can help you do things better. Like that's why I coach. That's why I work with the spas that I do is because I can see the things that I did that held me back. And I want you to avoid all of that. I want my clients to have, you know, a billion times more success than I had. So as you're listening to this, what are you not acting on that could help you grow your business in a way that maybe you need? Like, what are you letting fear keep you from doing? Because I, I let fear keep me from scaling my business and bringing on help. And then I lost everything. I had to shut it all down. So, and obviously, you know, I hope, God, I hope that you never end up in a car accident I hope that you never are in a situation where you have to close your doors, but in order to avoid it, the closing of the doors part, obviously a lot of times car accidents, they're accidents. Like we can't always control that. Right. Um, but what's the team that you're not hiring figuratively speaking, right? What are you not doing that could help you grow, that could help you Solidify your success that could help you achieve more than what you thought you were going to achieve in the first place. Like, what is fear keeping you from doing? And I don't want you to let fear win. Like, push past it. You know they say, "Oh, you've got to have courage," and courage isn't bravery. Courage and bravery are different things. Bravery is just like being brave and not being afraid. Courage is taking action even when you are afraid. So if you're afraid, it's okay. Just don't let it control you. Push you, push yourself where you want to go. Even if you're afraid, like do it anyway. And you don't have to have courage all the time. You don't have to have courage 24 seven to figure out how to keep moving. You just have to have courage for a few minutes. Like I just needed to have courage just long enough to type up an offer letter and give it to her, right? Um, And I didn't, and that's that's okay. But maybe you can do differently than I did. Maybe you can learn from this. So don't let fear take what you built. Don't let fear stop you. And don't let fear keep you from building more you want it all so get it all and don't let fear stop you all right thank you for being here with me today um in the next episode you know what let's talk about what i did after i closed my doors and how it led me to coaching and i appreciate you being here if you have any questions um i would love to hear about what you're doing to overcome fear in your life or if there's something that you know you need to do, but you've been afraid of doing it, I want you to, like, as soon as this episode is over, go into, actually, don't wait for the episode to be over because it's basically over. Just end the episode now and go and do it and then send me a DM or an email so I can hear about it. Like, I want to know what you're doing to push past fear and create the success that you want. So email me or send me a DM. For a DM, it's at Ellis. That's Melissa without the apostrophe at M-L-I-S-A-E-L-L-I-S. And then email Melissa at Melissa dot com again without the apostrophe. But y'all are amazing. I'm so grateful that you are here listening to this episode. I appreciate the support. Please be sure to subscribe. Um, leave us a five star review on Apple or Spotify and I will see you in the next episode.